Initiating startup sequence. You are now plugged in. Hey guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 179. Don't sound so excited, Zach. Fuck! So, Zach learns today that when the surface screen goes off, we stop recording. Episode 179, take two. Tim, what have you been up to this week? Wait, who's Tim? Who's this? I'm Zach, and alongside me, as always, is Tim. Welcome, minions. Tim, what have you been up to this week? I've been frolicking in the snow like a happy little penguin. Yeah? Yeah. Let's it's... talk about your walk in the snow that you took with a drone. Wait, how'd you know that? Yeah. It's like we haven't fucking already done this before. So, uh, it, it kind of dumped on us last night, like, pretty significantly, like, huge, chunky, beautiful snow, which is weird this late in the season, like, after Valentine's Day and everything, because um, we haven't had any snow up to this point, really, that I remember. Not really, no. Did it snow at all? Anything, uh, nothing significant, Um, but it snowed for a good, solid two, I think we hours. had a little bit of snow to cover Christmas break. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was uh, Christmas Eve, there was a tiny bit of snow. Yeah, that's right, Christmas Eve. A dusting, if you will. A dusting. This was a dump. This was no dust. Now that we're having to record part one again already, it's already snowing, it's a blizzard outside. Fuck! Actually, it might. Um, It's supposed to start at ten. Yeah. We can't fuck this up again. Um, The surface, if it turns off again, I'm gonna put my foot through it, so... um, Except for not through this surface, because it's the only one I got. You shouldn't do that. It's not his fault-ish. Um, so it's, it, it's fucking fault. So anyway, it was a winter wonderland. It was beautiful. We went for a walk in the snow, um, and it was big and chunky, and you could actually hear, not only hear it, but feel Did like, it smell funky? No, it smelled- Chunky, funky? No, it was clean and crisp, and you could feel it hit your skin. Testicles? It, I wore my um, my Zelda scarf. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and I had the idea while I was walking, hey, I wonder if my drone could like fly in this, and it could. Can it? It did. I um, only flew it for like, I flew it really fast, like two or three minutes. So I didn't want to get wet um, and get shorted out. So I, I kept the flights pretty quick. Uh, and it flew just fine. Um, There's no wind. And it just, um, the thing was, it was dark. So I didn't really get very good video. So I flew it again this morning and I got great video. Nice. Uh, you saw it, right? Mm, I think so. I saw one. There was just one. Okay. Of the house and the tree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I edited it down a little bit because my wife was, like, scraping the windows. And my neighbors are scraping the windows of the cars. I cut that part out. Gotcha. That's boring. Yeah. But I flew way over my house. Really high. Like, probably, like, 50, 60 feet. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, So, yeah. My Joan got a little snow excursion. That was fun. And before that, earlier in the week, we saw um, Black Panther. Sweet. So, Saturday, I took the fam out to Roseway, my favorite theater. With the Roseland. Pop- Roseway. Oh. I promise. Okay. I think. Now you got me doubting. <laughs> I think it's the Roseway Theater. It's on Sandy. Eight dollar tickets, five dollar p- popcorn. It's like you've heard this before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm psychic. Uh-huh. Well, they haven't heard this before, so um yeah, it's my favorite. Hold on, I'm gonna pull my psychic skills. Later in this episode, I'm gonna tell you about Elon Musk. Uh Musky. Um so yeah, the movie was really good. Good action. Probably my third favorite Marvel movie. And I highly recommend it. I like Wolverine. Yeah. Did you see the... Yeah, of course you saw it with me. I keep forgetting that you saw it with me. Yep. Never mind. So what have you been up to? Um, 
This week, I have been up to a day night for Valentine's Day. So we did Saturday at Harborside. Um, your wife and I told it. Uh, or... Wow, that got awkward. <laughs> that got really I awkward. Hope, I hope you took your wife, not mine. He's trying to remember now. Yeah, I remember. I took somebody's wife um, to Harborside. Um, well, in... This was just a restaurant, not a hotel. Right? It's a parking garage. God. You were the epitome of class, good sir. <laughs> so tell me about your dining experience. What did you eat? So we had um, this like the crab, um, like crab meat stacked on top of like mangoes, stacked on top of like like a salad. It was really good. It was an appetizer. You don't like seafood? No, I love seafood. Just last time you said it was was clams, and now it's crab. It's crab. Sorry, I fucked up the first time. <laughs> Seafood is morphing before our eyes. <laughs> it's like a transformer made out of squishy, salty meat. Yep, exactly. Okay. Um, I also got a uh, clam chowder. Okay. Um, both of us got one of those. And then we also got a uh, like a chicken salad thing. It, I thought it was supposed to be like a side salad. Turned out to be a fucking meal salad. Mm. Um, whoops. Oh, well. Oh, well. It was good. Um... And then we also got a uh, um, like a seafood buffet thingy to share. It was like another entree that had like a like smoked salmon. Um, Just a little bit of everything. Yeah, like prawns stuffed with crab meat and lobster meat. Um, prawns by themselves, shrimp. Um, just like random things. Calamari. No, it did not. Mm-hmm. Fuck. They did have calamari as an appetizer. I love calamari. Calamari's awesome. It's amazing. Um, and then we had um, what the fuck's that dessert again? I already forgot. <laughs> Creme brulee. That's the Let one. Let me remember your date for you. Exactly. <laughs> and after my uh, dinner part of oh, the date, got a live update. It is now snowing. Oh fuck. Yeah, I'm the one that has to drive home. I mean, you don't have to. I have, I have this bed that we're sitting on. Yeah. And I have like, the bed I like, downstairs. I like my bed. You also have a big sack at your house. I like my sack. Yeah. Um, and then we went out and saw Jumanji, the movie. Um, and then other than doing that on date night. Uh, Wait, hold on. You saw a movie? Okay. Was this your idea? No. Okay. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I like Jumanji. Okay. So I like the actors in it and stuff like that. I, I'll go to movies. I'm not going to sit at home and watch a movie. That's fucking different. Why? Because usually when you go to a movie, you can so have a So you'll beer. watch like three episodes of a TV show in a row, which is the same length of the movie, but you won't watch a movie. Yeah, but they're different episodes. But they're the same story. I don't follow. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch Wolverine movies. Okay. Harry Potter. Okay. You're going to watch John Wick. Someday. Someday soon. We have to get more heroes again. Yeah. And we need to finish that. Um, My daughter keeps asking me to finish that game. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, I can't remember the name of it now. It's kind of a weird title. Uh, Something. Something Police Stories? No. Okay. I can't remember the name of it. I don't know. Ask her. Um, And I read some more comics this week. Um, I have like two or three more Walking Deads to go. Um, so what's after Walking Dead? What are you going to read after that? Oh, man. It's really toss up. There's this one called um, uh, East of West. Yeah, I've heard of that. That's a really good one. I looked at some of the comic book art, and... If you read that, I want to know what you think of it. I've read most of them so far. Okay. I think I'm only like six or seven of them behind or something. 
it goes in a really weird direction based on based off of the latest comic book art. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm a fan. So like East of West was like futuristic, yet it was like old Western still with like Native American tales, like this Indian guy who turns into a raven and things like that. Um, and then like the new ones are like writing like fucking like Titans from Titanfall. Hmm. So I'm not really sure if I'm cool with that. I guess we'll have to see how it plays out in the story to get to that point. Okay. Um, and then after that, I uh, I have another one by the same Robert Kirkman from The Walking Dead. I can't remember right the second because it was only like three issues in when I stopped reading comics. But it's basically um, this dude, if I remember correctly, like a demon's following him. So he's like being taunted by a demon and then excising demons out of people. And I think that he used to be like a pastor of some kind. I don't know. I'm going to have to start over, start over completely on that one. Cause I was only like three comics into that series and I have like 12 of them now. Okay. So, um, yeah. So that's what I've been up to this week. You ready, ready to, um, talk some news? Yeah. Let's, let's hit some news. <laughs> So I kind of forgot about this game. Um, I played it a little bit, not as much as you, but there's a sequel, and apparently it's good. Um, Alto's Odyssey is the llama jumping adventure. Yes, is the art, or I think they're alpacas actually. What I thought they were snowboards. Yeah, but you were jumping like alpacas. Oh, okay. Or like llamas or something. So according to the Vox, um, the Verge, sorry, not the Vox. Alto's Odyssey hits the art of the perfect sequel perfectly. That's you. That's me. Sorry. Um, I'm still learning that everything I do on my phone goes to our I podcast. Think, I think you can turn down sounds. Um, So they didn't mess with the formula. They kept all the stuff pretty much the same. They changed the setting a little bit from snow to sand. Oh, that's stupid. Why? You get more color. You can't sand surf. Yes, you can. Oh, Jesus. Now we have to go into the whole conspiracy theory of sand surfing. Didn't the rock surf like jungle or some crap on Triple X or was that some other actor? Oh dear God. We're really good. Triple X was Vin Diesel, by the way. No, there's been at least three different actors that have done Triple X. Vin Diesel's done it twice. So he came back. Okay, yeah, he was off of the second one. I think it was The Rock. No, it wasn't The Rock, actually. It was someone else. Kevin Hart? You're thinking of Jumanji? No, I'm not thinking of Triple <laughs> X. The, the second one was there's terrible. There was a. I'm sure the third one was terrible too, but yeah, I'm sure. All anyway, terrible. The, the point is you can surf on anything, and okay. more importantly, the point is that Alto's Odyssey is good, like the original Alto's Adventure, and you should get it on iOS. It is very Android. good. Do you have it yet? No, I haven't played it yet. It's on iOS. It's not on Android yet. No, not yet. Son of a bitch! I know, right? Hmm. Yep. yep, you're right. Well, it'll come to, to it Android, will. and then we will play it, and it'll be good. It'll be amazing. Uh, what else you got for news? So Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is building a $42 million clock. Why is it $42 million? Because he also donated a mountain for it. Why does a clock need a mountain? Because the clock is 500 feet tall. Why is the clock 500 feet tall? Because it's going to run for 10,000 years. So like we'll all be dead, but we'll know what time it is. 
Well, we won't, but whoever, whatever's alive at that point in time will know that <laughs> it only has a thousand years left. So the ami- It has a the note ami- that says 10,000 years. Ami- it must be 9,000 years in the future. The amoeba-like creatures that are on the earth at this point will look up at this shining edifice 500 feet tall and see a bunch of symbols they can't comprehend slowly changing and be... That's amazing. So he also plans for this uh, hollowed out mountain that he's donating for the erection. Who has a random... Oh, erection? Yep. (laughs) For this random erection of this clock. He's also intending a Blue Origin spaceport. Okay, so... The little green men that land on our planet will know what time it is 10,000 years from now. They can go to the spaceport and figure it out. Like, hey... Let's, let's, this was erected in 2018. It says it was 9,000 years from now. I just like the phrase random erection, by the way. Yeah, it's a pretty good one, right? Yeah. I liked um, it. So, going back to what I said last time we recorded this, I think it's hilarious that these billionaires are doing these bizarre projects. Um, you got Jeff with his hollowed out mountain spaceport with a giant ass clock. You've got Elon Musk saying, fuck you, my car is in space already. Um, you got that virgin guy. We don't know what he's up to because he's been quiet for Richard a while. Richard something. Yeah, yeah, Richard. Damn, what is his last name? Anyway, he, Sir Richard, actually, because he's knighted. That's right. He is knighted. He's like, ha bitches. <laughs> Queen knighted me. Yep. I, I like to think they like, gather around like once a year and like drink cognac or some other expensive shit and like compare their... No, it's probably like Paps or something. They're like, hey, hey I put a car in space. Well, oh yeah, I got a 10,000 year clock. Dude. Yeah, I just fucking erected a clock inside of a hollow. No one wants to hear now. about your erection, Jeff. <laughs> no. So this actual idea came from Danny Hillis, um, who spoke to uh, Wired in 1995 and said that he had an idea about long-term future of humanity and the planet. Um, he proposed a 10,000 year clock I, I want to know how like what sh- what powers it, like there's no such thing as a perpetual motion machine. Like there's really efficient machines, but like so this Danny Hillis um actually went on to co-found the to help build this actual clock, mm-hmm. and Jeff's just the one who like, paid for it all and is right. like, giving up the space for it. Um, yeah, I got this hollow mountain. So this is powered by day and night thermal cycles. Okay, synchronized at solar noon. Okay. A symbol for long-term thinking. Hashtag the 10,000-year clock. And that's actually one, hashtag one zero 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 year clock is coming together. Thanks to the genius Danny Hills, Xander Rose, and the whole clock team. Hey, Alexa. What time does the 10,000 clock year clock say it is? <laughs> hey, Alexa. Has the 10,000-year clock broke yet? Hey, Alexa. Who's landing in the hollow mountain right now? Hey, Alexa, where's the nearest prostitute? Silence. <laughs> Your Alexa's probably like really disapproving by this point. Probably. Uh, got um, any other news stories? I mean, you got a 30 terabyte SSD from Samsung. I do? Awesome. That's what I've always wanted. I think, anyways, if I remember, if I can tell the future, I think you have a 10,000 or a 30 terabyte SSD. Yeah. Um. So... Samsung is cramming a ton of gigs, terabytes even, into this tiny 2.5 package that I cannot pull up because the internet is not... Alright, there it is. 30 terabytes of storage crammed into 2.5 inches. That's enough storage to watch 5,700 full HD movies. That's 500... 
500 hours of viewing time, or no, holy crap, 500 days of nonstop video. That's a lot of porn. That's, you're not going to have a a penis after that. It's going to be rubbed to a nub. That's too much porn. That's too much. Rub to a nub. Rubbed. Okay, moving on. Episode 179, rub to so a nub. They've actually, built, they've actually built a bigger SSD, but it was in the 3.5 form factor. That was a 60 uh, terabyte. All right. Um, this article does not list a price, so I'm sure it's absolutely obscene. But can you imagine having 30 terabytes in a tiny little thing like that? Like, that's like every game hey, ever. Hey, Tim. What? Plug and Play needs a 30 terabyte SSD. Do, why? We, we We do. For what? TikTok. TikTok. We don't. If we talked for the next 500 years, because audio files are smaller, we wouldn't have I'll enough to fill I'll make these it. really big audio files. Just full of, like, what? I mean, I'll just, like... The biggest bit rates you can possibly... Yes! That's dumb. And, like, add in a three-hour porno into it or something. No, we'll get kicked out of iTunes again. Oh. <laughs> For real. <laughs> For real. Let's not do that. Anyway... Let's hope it doesn't explode and burst into flames because it's too much terabytes crammed into too small of a space. Because, let's face it, Samsung does have a history of that. They do. I had to sneeze. Okay, so that's our, our news for today. Let's uh, let's take a break. Let's hope this. Re- oh wait, we got one more thing to do first. I really want to take a break. I really <laughs> want to. I really want another tasty treat. We got one more thing to do before we do that, though. You ready for tech talk? Let's do some tech talk. I never. Alright guys, this week on Tech Talk, I Speaking have... Speaking of things that explode. They don't explode, they rattle, rock, and roll. Alright, well, that's on the way to exploding. <laughs> yeah, probably. So, um, as you guys know, I built a custom PC a while ago. Um, it still hasn't been completely done. I didn't have the, all the wires the way I wanted to have them done, um, and everything like that. But, uh, I did end up going with the Cooler Master Pro Fan, or I think it's actually called... Uh, the Cooler Master Master Fan Pro 120 um, RGB, which also has the Aurora Sync um, technology built into the fan, um, which gives me the RGB lighting effects on the motherboard as well as the fans. I currently have seven of them in my computer case. Um, and when we started getting into the better podcasting equipment and just figuring out how you know what we wanted to do with the podcast, um, my computer in one of the episodes, like four episodes ago, mm-hmm. um, you could hear the consistent hum and buzz of something in the background yep and uh so we i had to troubleshoot it and found out that the top rack of my pc which houses three of these fans um actually was the culprit in it and unplugging them gets rid of the uh consistent hum so i uh reached out to a couple communities that i am a part of and somebody from cooler masters uh like design team um in customer relations team or something like that um reached back out to me and private messaged me and basically said that they would replace their three fans got my information um i got the work on tuesday and I had an email from them saying they're th- from a lady saying they're gonna replace all seven of them uh free of charge and not to worry about shipping the old ones back um and that they would be uh replacing them for me and they just needed an address. So I give them my address, and they're going to be shipping me out seven brand new fans, Tim. Nice. So, so what, what you going to do with all those fans? I don't know. You, The last time we recorded this... I had a great idea. You had a great idea. You said that you wanted to build a brain hub and mount it underneath my entertainment center for me so that so I could have RGB your, lighting effects. Yeah, and it would cool all of your like 
what do you got down there? PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4. What's that one? PS2. All your PlayStations. Yep. You can play your PlayStation like chill, and yeah. you can have a little light show. But you have to you have to get some kind of modular unit to get the RGBs flowing. Yeah, that's very true. Otherwise, be can you have it just stuck in one color? Yeah. Okay, that'd be like, not as good. But not yeah. as good. So. So that's what you do with your old fans. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do with them. So, anyways, guys, that's uh that that is this week's tech talk. Um, and Tim is ready for a tasty treat. So we yeah, will be uh we'll be right back, guys. And we are back, Tasty Treats in hand, guys, and <sighs> we have the Ex Novo Kill the Sun. I, uh, k- kill the sun, Tim. Okay. Kill the sun. Kill it. Uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm still, I'm still getting situated. You said we had Tasty Treats in hand, you liar. Cheers. Cheers. That's got um, a nose to it. Hmm. It does. Um, comes out of... Ex Novo. Ex- I was just trying to figure out where the hell it was. Um, Ex Novo's in Portland. Is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. So, out of Portland, Oregon, guys. Um, yeah. It's a very nice brew. It's kind of got a... Uh, smoky, almost? Or... Yeah, like almost like a smoky taste to it. So, it's, uh, it's a good one. So... Um... You ready to, uh... Let's kick it. Alright, Tim. This week, what do you got for us? Wait, hold on. I put one on here for you. Yeah, it's gone. Why? It... It's gone. Let's just say it's gone. Why? Because. Why? You got got something against him? I got something better. I got a nap. But I'm not talking about the app yet. I'm going to talk about a game. Okay. What are you going to talk about? I'm talking about Once Upon a Coma. Okay. So this is um, kind of a one-man... Well, he's got other people helping him, but this is a somewhat famous developer doing another game based on one of his... Kojima! It's not Kojima. Oh. Um, let me see his name, actually. I'll look it up. Thomas Brush. Never heard of him. The famous Brush Brothers. Well, he did a game called Pinstripe, but this is based on a game he did before that called uh, Coma. And this is he was going to do a remake of Coma. They decided to just make a sequel and kind of go on the themes of his older game that he did back in 2010, I want to say. Okay. Um, but I want you to let him talk about it. Because this, this is probably one of my favorite recent Kickstarter videos. Like, it has a story. So, I'm going to let him tell the story. Don't go to a coma, Zach. I'm going into a coma, guys. <laughs> Hello again, Kickstarter. My name is Thomas Brush, and I'm the creator of Pinstripe, which raised over $100,000 in 2016 thanks to you. I'm excited to announce my return to Kickstarter with my next game, Once Upon a Coma. So does that mean the first game didn't do very well, then? 
No, Pinstripe was very critically acclaimed. But it must not have sold to be back from Kickstarter. Well, it raised 100,000. I don't know how the game did after that. Once Upon a Coma is a strange adventure about a little boy named Pete who wakes from a coma only to find a hauntingly beautiful world with no parents. With the help of your father's rusty barber's blade, yeah. you must slash your way through giant insects, solve puzzles, and learn to play the game's beautiful soundtrack on your piano. From the twilight fields of Reddington to the misty peaks of Ashcliffe, it's up to you to uncover the secret of your missing sister, note by note. I've been working on Once Upon a Coma for the past year and a half, and I'm super excited about the project so far. But believe it or not, recently, I wanted to quit making games, a dream I've I had went to since childhood. I love this random Christmas flashback. <laughs> <laughs> in awesome. 2016, you made that dream a reality. After five years of solo development, you helped me release Pinstripe on Steam. It received great reviews, and I couldn't be prouder of the final product we made together. But like so many indie developers, after release, I kind of lost my way. To be honest with you, I spent so much time focusing on the numbers, I lost sight of the dream. I started to tell myself it was time to grow up and find a higher paying job at a AAA company. But that's when my dad reminded me of my very first project, a story about a little boy in a coma. And what I discovered was a personal project I made almost a decade ago, made just because, just a story to tell straight from the heart. At that moment, I knew I couldn't give up just yet, and the idea for Once Upon a Coma was born. For the millions of players who loved the original game, Once Upon a Coma is a sequel but for anyone else who loves strange and personal adventures, Once Upon a Coma is a standalone game and my most ambitious project yet. To reach its true potential, I really can't do it alone. I need you to push me as hard as you can because I want to continue to pursue that childhood dream of making incredible What the fuck was that? I want you to push Why is he designing this with a baby? In addition to your partnership, I'll also be supported by a brilliant developer and a longtime Coma fan, Eric Coburn. I'm so thankful for your support, and I look forward to seeing what we create together. With your help, we can awaken the story of Pete and discover what's just beyond the doorbell. Dude. Yes. Do you want to go into a coma with me? Um, I mean, I'd go into this one. It is a side-scrolling indie platformer, but it looks interesting. And this is, like, seriously the best Kickstarter video I've seen in a uh, long This is the time. best one I've probably ever seen. Okay, so, the game. Once upon a time, there's a boy named Pete who slept quietly in a coma. When he opened his eyes, he found himself in a nightmare. Um, so, as you heard, this is a, the successor to a game he made in 2010. And his return to gaming when he almost gave up. So, um, obviously for him, it's a very personal um, project. He's asking for $28,000. It's got 23 days to go. It's got 1,688 backers right now. And fifty. $2,000, so it is double-backed at this point. Uh, $5 gets you uh, like a thank you, basically. There was an early bird for the game at $10. Now the the, the game is uh, $15. Uh, moving on, there's other, like there's art books, etc. Moving to the top tier, which looks like it's, holy crap, it's all gone. 
Damn! There was four backers at this level, which was the master producer. Um, thousands of the players around the world not only see your name in the top of the credits, but also you on the, also on the main menu. Not only that, but players across the world will be able to play as you. You get a bonus key and a private meeting with me via Skype. That's cool. Um, How much was that? $1,000. Damn! Um, so now the highest level you can get is $200, which is producer, which is your name in the credits. And you'll get a, your name on a tombstone, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, so um, it looks like an interesting project. I probably will back it. Um, I wish I got into the early bird, but um, yeah, that's Once Upon a Coma. What do you have? Well, since you just gave us a good one, I'm going to give us a funny one. Okay. I have Bell Cycles, a new kind of bicycle. That's all I'm going to say. Let's roll the Kickstarter. What is this? Hi, my name is Alex, and this is the Bell Cycle. He's sitting on the handlebars of a bicycle, and that's where you pedal from. No, we have to put a. This has to go out on Twitter and Instagram so people can see this shit. This is insane. The audio on this sucks so bad. It looks like he's on a unicycle with another wheel sticking out. With a training wheel on his butt. Yeah, like he's right over the main wheel on top. Yeah. This is like, remember when you used to sit on the handlebars? Yeah, the second kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm an engineer. I design and build the bell cycle because I like new and different things. It's different, all right. I've been right. years now tinkering with and riding around New York City on the bike. And I'm finally... Causing accidents. Yeah, no shit. People are like, what the hell is that? Ride, and the reactions it gets on the street yeah. are fantastic. The bike comes in a kit that you bolt together yourself. Oh, yeah. This keeps the cost lower. And That's what I love doing, like is putting it in my own bike. Building and seeing <laughs> like, everything works. Oh, my God. That looks like a pain in the ass. Look, he's got tricycle wheels. Because it's a kit, the bike is it's also It's literally modular. a you unicycle with a support. Hold on. Hold on. Because the bike is fully buildable, you can customize however you want. Well, it's got like a platform he's calling his groceries now. It is a unicycle. Look at that shit. Yeah, it's completely unicycle, just with a joint. The custom parts of the Bell Cycle are made of high-quality aluminum 6061 and 2024. All the bicycle parts are standard, and the design is fully open-source on our website, and you should consider the kit a jumping-off point for further customization. Or just get the kit or the specs and build it yourself. The Bell Cycle is designed and built here in New York City. It's not normal, it's not meant for the average person, and it's definitely not so meant to replace the bicycle. you're giving up a lot of your mechanical bicycle. advantage by having your legs right over there like that. You realize. The weirdo. Yeah. The adventurer and the engineer. If that's you or someone you know, give us a shot and back us on Kickstarter today. No, no, I will not, sir. Two forty nine, though. That's not bad for a bike. So what was that called again? The Bell Cycle. All right. If you want to be weird, back the Bell Cycle. Yep. Um, just so you know, they have seven days to go. Okay. Looking for five thousand dollars. They mm-hmm. have fifteen thousand sixty-four with sixty-five backers. Mm-hmm. So they're funded three times. Um, yeah, wow, that means there's a lot of weirdos out there. That's you can awesome. get a spindle paperweight for thirty. No, or uh, the granddaddy of them all is three hundred forty-nine. Wow, that's um, actually pretty limited edition first run bicycle. Okay, so there you go. And the two hundred forty-nine dollar level is all sold. So yeah, you only you if you want this, you have to pay three hundred forty-nine now. Because you can't pay for the base model anymore. Lame. Yeah. So, not only do they not know how to uh, make a good product, they also don't know how to make a good Kickstarter campaign. Boo. Boo. Well, speaking of people that don't know how to make a good Kickstarter campaign. Okay. Hey, Zach. Yeah. Do you dream of a friend's phone farting at the worst time? Friend's phone farting? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Farter is that dream. An app for you to build and share the perfect fart. 
Please roll the video. Hello, my name is Diane, and I'm here to talk to you about Fodder. So they hired a really attractive-looking blonde. Well-spoken blonde. Fodder is a revolutionary service that aims to bring the timeless quality of flatulence under the control... Her name is Diane Butchies. ...of modern technology. A fart is an extension of your personality. You can let a fart just slide its way out, but why not put some thought into it? With Farter, you can deliver a fart that means something. Select from a variety of fart sources, adjust the qualities, and let it rip. Within nanoseconds, your beef will be steaming through the internet to the intended recipient. Customize your fart and you send it to your friends. With Farter, the only limit to what you can create is your imagination. And you can deliver a thought for me that will leave your audience for more. (laughs) The world is waiting to hear from you. The world is waiting for your thoughts. (laughs) I might have to buy this. Contributing to the Kickstarter campaign makes you a part of the Fodder team, alongside trained professionals who are currently working to make Fodder a reality. And in exchange for helping to fund Fodder, you can earn your selection for these ripe backer rewards. As the campaign progresses, new and exciting features will become available, such as new interface skins and sound packs. So I wonder if there's a level. So join the Fodder team now. We're working hard to bring humble thought forward into the 21st century. With Fata, you can fart on everyone. <laughs> Zach, you can fart on everyone. There was like no butt shot or anything in this video. What the hell? I thought that was a pretty good video for as dumb as this app is. Oh my god. So, as you heard, you could totally customize farts and then send them to your friends. Um, so, the back... So, backing up. Um, this you did the fart. This... This Kickstarter needs some love, y'all. It's got 20 days to go. It currently only has four backers. <laughs> um, it's got $104 pledged of $10,000. Um, so for $1, you get the squeaker. Uh, thanks for your support. Have an Android app. If the Apple version is unlocked, you get that too. Early Bird Special uh, for $4 gets all the app skins and fingers that are unlocked by this campaign. Um then there's a bunch of beta testing, blah, blah, blah. There's a t-shirt, build a fart, get your own fart. Okay. Moving on to the top ridiculous level. Okay. Design your own fingers. Actually, yeah. For $7,500, Oh, Zach, my God. Who wants a custom finger when you can customize the app itself, your very own skin, with animations and UI and the whole shebang? Includes a t-shirt, a whippy cushion. Anywhere in the world, there's still five left of five. Oh, actually, for we can do it for a thousand, Zach. We could save some money. For the thousand dollar level is called Build a Fart. You customize your very own finger with animation and fart. Your finger will be part of a special Kickstarter finger pack, freely available to all. So if we backed at this level, Zach, every four people would get my finger. Your stubby little fingers and a custom fart. But which stubby finger? No, it's like all of them. Did you see the animation? Yeah, but it says you get to customize a finger. Hmm. Okay. So which finger? The middle one, duh. Yeah, it's probably very true. It is a little bit fatter at the tip than the other one. So, if I had $1,000, I'd back it at that level. I might back it at the $1 level. I don't know if I need all the skills. Just for a thank you? No, it's for the app. 
A dollar for the app? Dollar for the squeaker. Oh my god. And for four dollars you get all the skins. So Yeah. It's I might bag it at four dollars just to get all the skins. I don't think this is gonna actually succeed because they have like literally four backers right now and they're ten dollars. We can make it six, we can almost double it. We could. We we we're talking about it now. We could get all of our plug and play listeners to chip yep. in chip in a buck at least maybe four. You got seventeen dollars now. I mean that's like a fifty percent increase, right, or whatever. Oh, that's like a three hundred percent. Somebody backed it like a hundred bucks, I think, because they got one hundred and four bucks. Jesus, right? So I, I think that three people backed it. Then the guy who created it. Yeah, and their mom. Yep. But so, that's farter. Okay. Well, um, I'm kind of on a uh, board game kick, so we're going to go ahead and talk about Deadwood 1876, a safe robbing game of teamwork and betrayal. It's available for two to nine players, and I'm going to go ahead and let them... Actually, hold on. Work with your team to collect the most gold, and then fight your teammates to the death to keep it all for yourself. I'm going to go ahead and let them talk about it. I was a young man in 76 when gold was discovered in the little town of Deadwood, South Dakota. I arrived with the cowboys, gamblers, Everybody's also got a backstory. entertainers, all looking to find or steal their share of the gold. Establishments popped up all over town and gunfights broke out in the streets daily. Sometimes you can find a friend to lend you a hand, but sometimes you lost everything. People started teaming up, trusting each other, working together to find and share the gold. But greed gets the best of everyone in Deadwood, and it seems that everyone had a secret to keep. I alone was loyal to my friends. That is, until we had collected all the gold. Then, in a final showdown, my hidden gun threw too much for them. The gold was all mine. As my friends looked into my eyes and with their final breaths asked, Why? I gave them a little smile and said, This Deadwood, what did you expect? Game pieces look pretty cool. It looks really cool, and it comes inside of an old book. Hmm? Do you get all that? Hi, I'm Holly, and this is Travis. We are Facade Games, and we're so excited to bring you Deadwood 1870. Thanks, anyways. The game is a balance of teamwork and selfishness, and the artwork by our illustrator Sarah brings players deep into the world of cowboys, guns, and gold. Please let us know if you have any questions about the game, and thank you for helping us to bring Deadwood 1876 to life. So, guys, um, I'm going to go double-check to see if you get that gold or not. I'm pretty sure you do. Um, oop, oop, oop. 28 days ago, they are looking for $25,000. They currently have $97,772 U.S. dollars, 2,872 backers out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, there's gold in those Black Hills of South Dakota. Deadwood. So, it comes with one magnetic book box. One fox leather pouch. One rule book includes character biographies and Deadwood history. Three wood carved platforms. Nine wood star ponds. 
10 engraved dice, 79 cards, 9 characters, 20 safes, and 50 deadwood. So I guess the gold does not come with it. Boo. Boo. Um, I'm trying to see. Stretch goals, stretch goals. Creation process, design. Um, stretch goals. Uh, expansion safes. Um, game upgrades, print and play version available to all backers, April 2018. Um, a poker deck, which they haven't announced anything on, and a linen finish, um, which would be a card, actual physical card quality upgrade. And after that, they don't have anything announced. Um, the Dark City series, Deadwood 1876 is volume three in the Dark City series. Each volume is a standalone game that comes in the same size box book, focuses on particular city and year, includes a dark and mysterious element in its gameplay. So there's actually one called Tortuga in Salem 1692 and then Deadwood 1876. Tortuga is 1667. So I'm kind of interested in checking out the other ones as well. Salem especially. Especially Salem. Uh, you can actually get one copy of Deadwood for 23 US dollars. Um, it ships anywhere. Really? Um, free US shipping. Hmm. Um, and that, I would have thought it would be a little more than that with the book. Right? And that includes uh, one copy of in uh, Deadwood 1876. Include all game content and all stretch goal upgrades. Um, 1876 times 2 is 43. Deadwood 1876 plus Salem 1692 is 43. Hmm. 43, you get Tortiga and Deadwood. Or all three. S- no, I'm looking for they it. They have to have all three. The Dark Series, $63. Cool. So, uh, and again, that's free U.S. shipping, $6 for international. The big granddaddy of them all is a $300 level. It's 24 copies of Deadwood 1876. Includes all game contents and surgical upgrades. And again, free U.S. shipping. That is the retail special. There's 11 backers at that already. Cool. Um, so go ahead and check out Deadwood 1876, a safe robbing game of teamwork and betrayal. All right. That's a pretty good uh, selection of Kickstarters for this week, I would say. Yeah. So uh, moving on to game releases. That sounds... Oh, wait. No games we've been playing, man. Oh, yeah. I actually wait, played, we played games? I played. We did? I did. Okay. What'd you play? I played Zelda. Oh, cool. Was, yeah. Did you just like fart around or did you do something? Strange? No, I fuck around and got like the uh the uh 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 the heat suit for the Goron City inside oh, the Goron City. Good. And then I went and freed the dude from like a cave thing. Uh-huh. And then I went and was trying to do this thing for this other dude and I ran out of arrows, so I quit. Okay. So you're almost ready to take on that sacred beast, aren't you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you, I'm really close. How many beasts have you and got? And then that would be my last beast. Okay. I have two, I think. I have three so far. I think I have two. Yeah, I've definitely got... The, I've got the Goron one, and then I've got the... You have the wind one? No, the elephant. Oh, uh, the water one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cool. What else are you play? Uh, I also played Jackbox Party Pack 1 and 2 again. Okay. Wow. So, Played yeah. a lot. Yep. So, I did that. What about you? Um, I've been playing pretty much just one game. Um, I'm trying to get a review done in the next 24 to 48 hours of Past Cure, which will be challenging. Um, it comes, yeah. comes out tomorrow, I believe. Okay. So I'm clearly not going to get it done tonight. Yeah. Um, not now. I am at the very, I'm at the 
last boss, and he's really hard. Okay. He's like one of these bosses that has like all these different stages and different attacks, and like you learn how to get a little bit further, and then you die. And then you learn how to get a little further, and you die. I'm right now at this point where he has this attack that I just don't. It just kills you instantly, and I don't know how to get out of it. Hmm. So it's really frustrating. My daughter's actually been watching me um, do it and like kind of cheering me on, but like she's like stressed and frustrated for me because like I get to this point now and the boss is down to like this much health out of this much ah shit like a i'm holding up my finger so you can't see i could say like a fifth of his health maybe yeah and um, six and then he's got this devastating attack that i can't run away from and what you need is the farter i need i need to yeah something um but okay so backing up um this game is it puts you in the shoes of this guy who has forgotten three years of his life, and he's basically like this government operative. Think like Jason Bourne. Or, I wish um, I could forget three years of my life. Just any random three or specific three? Random. That would be interesting. It would be. Um, What if you forgot like all the Paxes and then you were like, why am I on my couch talking to this weirdo into a microphone right now? We've been doing this for four years. So I'd know why I'm doing it. I'd be like, why do we have such nice equipment? Why the fuck are we, like, just talking to a cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, along with, like, his government, like, military and, like, combat training, he did some, he was modified. I think he, I think it was, like, drugs, but um, he had developed these powers of slowing down time and also being able to ast- astrally project hmm. where he leaves his body and it can... Yeah. Um, but that puts a big strain on his brain, um, so he has to, to keep taking these blue pills to kind of regain his sanity. Don't take the blue pills. And along with that, whenever he um, loses consciousness or goes to sleep, he kind of enters this dark, creepy realm where these um, these creatures look like living statues and glowing eyes are like always hunting him down. Weird. Um, so this game feels like two games rolled into one, honestly. There's like a Silent Hill-esque... Did you break your mic? No, I'm good. Um, There's this dark realm that's like all scary and trippy. Part of it's in like a prison that totally reminds me of the game we just played. Um, that I can't remember the name of right now. What? The game we just played? What the fuck are you talking about? A while ago we did a playthrough in October. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The prison one. Yes. Um, because you not only go from a prison, you, the part the prison kind of opens up into like a sort of experimental hospital area with like a kid's ward. And it's totally reminiscent of that game to me. Um, but it's decorated better. So that part's actually pretty cool. There's some cool puzzle elements and it's dark and it's spooky and the creepy porcelain men following you are really scary. But then it goes back to like the day world where it's the actual world and he's like... <sighs> He goes, he's, he's trying to track down this guy that has all these pills that may or may not um, <laughs> be involved with why he has forgotten three years of his life. And he's chasing, he's going through this hotel and he started at the parking garage. And the environments are like totally generic, like parking garage followed by like hotel lobby with like generic corporate art. But what cracked me up about the hotel, or not the hotel, the uh, car place is like none of the cars are parked like in parking spots the fuck they're like <laughs> just strewn all over the place 
so that can create like these you know little mazes that you can like do stealth parts through but like the cars are are not at all <laughs> how you would find them in a parking garage and not organized in their spots so it's weird as shit it's kind of hilarious um all of the enemies there's like two or three enemy types there's like a guy with a a laser sight there's a guy with a normal gun the fuck you tv and, and there's a guy that rushes you the, the funny thing is there's only two faces so you'll shoot all these bad guys <laughs> and they all look the same oh my god and there's a lot of other jankiness like um, people getting trapped in uh, the walls when you shoot them um so in the stealth parts, all the enemies have cones. Of is this an indie game? It's a eight eight people developed it. Okay, it's a small team. It's a low budget game. Um, I I don't know. It's kind of charming to me these little broken parts. Um, there so you can't see the cones of vision normally except when you actually project. Then you can actually see like a glowing representation of where everybody can see. Oh, that's cool. So you can see if you're hidden or not. Yeah. Well, I glitched the game one time. Oh, fuck. And when I came back out of astral projection, the cones of vision stayed. And it made it really fucking easy to sneak around. <laughs> it was awesome. And then when you shoot somebody, or actually, in my case, I came up behind them and stabbed them in the throat. And they were on the ground dead. They still had the cone of vision pointing up and it looked fucking awesome. That was like the best. Please tell me you got this, like on maybe recording somewhere. Maybe. Um, I, we I, need to upload this eventually. I, I kind of like that glitch, honestly. That was pretty. No sweet. shit, that's epic. That was pretty sweet. Um, shooting is okay. It took me a little bit of getting used to. So you have to aim up. You have to line up two reticles basically. Um, you got the reticle right in front of you, and then there's a reticle kind of off in the distance where you're shooting. And you have to kind of wait for them to line up. So that sucks when you're like behind cover because your guy gets in and out of cover really slowly and you get shot. So I almost feel like the time slowing down mechanic was introduced to the game to make up for that. Okay. Because if you don't have that, you just get shot because they, they shoot. The AI is really basic in the game. Like they sit behind their cover. When you pop up, they shoot you instantly. They never miss. Um, But they stay behind the cover until a predetermined time. Then they rush you. So like, you could just kind of hang back and like pick them off one by one. So it it's the shooting's kind of fun, but a little predictable. What sucks is the melee. Like if they get up in your face, like there's a a parry and then there's a melee, like a punch, and then there's a finishing move. But you have to time the finishing Finish move. Finish him. You have to time it really well, and like they stumble back. It just it's a mess. Like I wish I'd recorded. There's one time where like there's five guys around me. It's like we're just like mud wrestling or something. It just it's it was it nice and oily and you guys well, like spilling like to the all, silky we're, smooth no, skin. We're all flailing around like hit, hitting at nothing and it, it was just dumb. So the melee is terrible. Ooh, the, wrong hole. Melee is terrible. Shooting's all right. Um, the puzzles were pretty good. There's only like four of them, which is was just right. Like not too many. And there was one riddle puzzle that I really liked that involved. Um, Picking between four doors. There's like... A... Is that where you got the fuck you? No. That was funny though. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for people that play the All game. Right. There's there's a safe puzzle. That's was that the one where it had like the weird ass two people on the ground? No, that was what... That was just me showing that all the oh. character models are the same. Gotcha. Um, so I actually enjoy this game despite all its faults. But it really does feel like two separate games. One like a horror survival game. And one like a action like um. I don't know, like Max Payne meets Hitman, maybe. Okay. 
And I, I feel like maybe the team couldn't decide what game they wanted to make and tried to mash them together. I'm not sure it entirely works. Um, there's other nitpicky issues, like the voice actor for the main character is terrible. He is the most monotone delivery you have ever heard. Like, oh my god, we're all going to die. That really sucks. It does. I'm very sorry. It's okay. It's a little distracting at times. Like, literally every other voice actor in the game is better than the main character. That sucks. So, it's like... And there's some other ones that aren't great, but even those ones are better. Like, they have more emotion at least. Ouch. Yeah. That sucks. It's kind of bad. Yeah. Um. So, it might sound like I, I hate this game. I really don't. I kind of enjoyed it. I, I'm tired of the final boss. I want to just freaking kill him already. Um. But, yeah. That's a... I keep wanting to say something else. Like I think it's called Past Cure. It's Past Cure. Past Cure. I keep wanting to say Last Cure, and that's wrong. It's Past Cure. Yep, Past Cure. It comes out tomorrow, uh, Thursday. So by the time you've heard it, it's out. It's going to be out on PC and PS4. I'm not sure about Xbox. I don't know. So that's what I would play. Okay. I do have something I want to show you there really quick. Okay. Um. So every weekend, my wife and I do this thing where, like, last weekend, I stayed extra late on Friday night. So that I, or Thursday night, so I didn't have to go to work on Friday. So I was there till like, I don't know what time. Um, well, like in general, how late? We're talking like eight o'clock or we're talking like midnight? No, like midnight or beyond, like into the next day. So really insane hours. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I did it so because my wife had last Friday off mm-hmm. for some weird reason, not teacher shit. Um, but then I like, I'll wake up one morning, like super early with my son and then she'll take the next morning and, uh. <clears throat> There's, like, one show that, like, he will just sit there and just fucking, like, binge on. Okay. And it's got this really catchy-ass theme song. So, I just want I just want you to narrate this for us. It's called Chuggington, by the way. Okay. So there's a bunch of trains. So, this reminds me of, like, Thomas and Tankington. They're all, like, crisscrossing. Like, this. <laughs> their faces aren't quite as creepy as uh, Thomas no they're not quite as freaky but like isn't it just like the new generation is that what you think I mean it's a lot like Thomas Crane. it's a lot catchier like the graphics are way better yeah it's like 3D models like HD 3D models anyways it's very high energy Thomas seems really slow. So, like, I'll, I'll just, like, wake up, like, 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning with my son, and, like, just go downstairs and, like, put that on and then pass the fuck back out on the couch and, like, shut everything so he can't hurt himself. Mm-hmm. And he'll sit there and watch it. It's, the CIA is, like, probably putting programming messages in that to your son, but don't worry about it. Probably. I mean... Yeah, a lot of debt. You ready? For what? <laughs> you ready for game releases? I'm afraid. What? What's... Okay, yes. What's What's coming out this week? All right, and this week coming out uh, is... You can fuck with something like dust. You're not going to be able to hear the game releases over there. You will, you will, for sure. For sure. Okay, what's coming out? All right, guys. Uh, Puzzle Puppers, Nintendo Switch. Puzzle Puppers! Puzzle Puppers! Old Man's Journey, Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Legendary Gary PC. Apex Construct? Mm. I don't know. PS4. Armored Warfare. PS4. Deadbolt. PS4. Metal Gear Survive. PS4. Now, isn't that like the uh, Battle Royal Metal Gear Solid? It's Konami just fucking cashing out on both 
Metal Gear franchise and, and Kojima. Yeah, so fuck them. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting that. Premium Pool Arena. Uh, PS4. No. The station. PS4. Cemetery? It's not cemetery. It's cemetery. Cemetery. That's going to be cool. Like a sim about cemeteries? No, it's S Y M M E. Oh, symmetry. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, lame. That's the word. Symmetry just means the same on both sides. That sucks. PS4 tiles. PS4 Xeno Valkyrie Plus. PS4 layers. That, that game already had a lot of movies in it. Had a lot of what? You, you probably know what this game's all about. Gotcha. Layers of Fear Legacy Nintendo Switch. That was a good game. I hope. PC. Nope. Rad Rogers PS4. We have that on PC. Yeah, we should check see what update on it. Yeah. Pac-Man Championship Edition 2 Plus Nintendo Switch. Typo Man Nintendo Switch. Steam World Dig 2 3DS. ACA Neo Geo Magical Drop 3 Nintendo Switch. Radiation Island Nintendo Switch. Space Cats with Lasers. Fuck yeah. Nintendo Switch. Hollow Nintendo Switch. Dragon Sinker Nintendo Switch. Ace of Seafood, Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Superola and the Lost Burgers, Nintendo Switch. You Nikki Dream Diary, PC. That sounds like a Q game. Toki Tori 2 Plus, Nintendo Switch. I reviewed that, but not a Switch. Gotcha. Twin Robots Ultimate Edition, Nintendo Switch. Past Cure, PS4. Yeah. Sword Art Online, Fatal Bullet, PS4. The Final Station, Nintendo Switch. That's one of uh, Tiny Build's first games that they're they're doing a big push to release games on Switch, so I'm glad to see that one coming out. Yeah. So, guys, that brings us to the end of this week. Yep. Um, you guys can check out our Instagram uh, for... Or Tasty Treats. For our Tasty Treats. You gotta take a picture of one of your fans. Yeah, picture of the fans. I think we should put a picture up of the bicycle Kickstarter, just okay. so people can see that. Well, I've been doing all the Kickstarters on Instagram. Okay, every well, day. make sure you get that one for I sure. I will, for sure. Um, every single... Well, for four days in a row, out of a seven-day work week, I've been posting Kickstarters each week. Yep. Um, over on Twitter, you guys can always find the Kickstarters as well, um, as well as um, just, like, bullshit commentary that we put up on youtube after the embargo i'll put up some uh i i will have a review at some point of the past cure along with you know normal gameplay footage i'll put up the the weird ones on our um youtube like the that'd be cool the vision cones um any other weirdness i could find i'll put a, a little youtube compilation up on our site at some point sweet on youtube um yeah so that is facebook.com forward slash plug and play show you guys can find it basically everything's there Twitter and Instagram is at Plug and Play Cast. You guys can check us out over at the uh, ButtonSmashers.com, YouTube.com forward slash the Plug and Nope, YouTube.com forward slash Plug and Play Gamer. Right. And Plug and Play Gamer.com are available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever podcasts Podbean. are Podbean. Podbean. Podbean.com is our number one, guys. So don't forget to Prime and Shine. Fuck Nazis. No, they ship it to you. Oh. Like Silk Road. I also just got done listening to a podcast all about Silk Road. Fucking crazy. That's some uh, legitimately scary stuff. Yeah. So there's a... Uh, Want to buy a person? Silk Road. Yeah, but you, did you know he didn't start out that way? I like that there's like an Amazon marketplace rating system for like drugs and stuff. Like, this drug made me a nice, even high. 
I was That's what Silk Road started out was, was only drugs. Nothing hard. Marijuana, some some just like LSD, stuff like that. And then they started getting the cocaine and the founder of it was like, meh, I guess. I'm making it way more money with this. And then they got in the guns and humans and he was like, meh. And that's that's about the time that he went down. Humans and drugs, or humans and guns, were really only, only on there for like maybe five months. Wasn't there a Silk Road 2 as well? He started one. He or banned, I, I he banned guns. Yeah, it was called uh, Guns to Silk Road. And it was the predecessor to it and what it was it was it was human trafficking and guns and he banned those on the silk road but allowed them on this other one that he started um, so you want your drugs over here but he but he, and your people he, over here he shut that down within like three weeks so there was so much backlash like with him selling guns ah fuck people but guns um that's kind of messed up really. yeah so he shut it down completely and uh, banned it. So there was only like a, like a six month period where you could actually buy people and guns off of Silk Road. So in the entirety of like the like two years that he had it up, six months of it, so a quarter. It makes me wonder what's what's out there now because of course it's gone even deeper underground. Oh yeah, there's got to be something. Oh yeah, there's got to be something. And you could buy it all with your doggy coins and your light coins and your Atari your Atari tokens. That's so the latest one.